from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about getting past a place of disconnection, especially when you say, I can't do anything right to yourself and to your spouse. And I found this quote on Pinterest and I actually embellished it a little bit. It was anonymous, so I just took the liberty to add a little extra to it. But the quote said, we build too many walls and not enough bridges. And then I added, especially when things are not going the way that we want them to. Because when we're not getting what we want or what we think we deserve, those walls go up in a flash. So we're going to be talking about that today and talking about disconnection and those types of things. But before we do, we always start off the One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug from folks just like you. And this week's hug is brought to you by He Zigs, She Zags. Get your communication on the same path. I don't know if you know this, but it's estimated that less than 20% of all marriages in the U.S. are rated as, quote, happy and or secure. So even though you've heard those statistics that one out of two marriages end in divorce, most of those couples who are still married are still unhappy. So I got to be honest, if this doesn't alarm you, it should. It means statistically speaking that the odds of your marriage being successful and happy in the long run are not in your favor. And if you talk to most marriage counseling professionals, they agree on the number one cause of divorce. It's poor, poor, not pure, poor communication. But how do you get better communication skills and save your marriage? What's that communication solution for the two of you? It's he zigs, she zags. Get your communication on the same path. And here's what one of our clients had to say. He zigs, she zags is amazing. There is no fluff, no unrealistic expectations, just down to earth, practical advice on having an incredible Christ-centered marriage. Get yours today at hezigsshezags.com. And so here's this hug that came in. This wife wrote, so glad I found you guys. A bit about me. We are in love, best friends, and generally have a wonderful marriage. However, our sex lives since having kids has gone from average to almost non-existent. And I just want to say to this wife specifically and to all of you out there that have experienced that, you are not alone. This Mm -mm. is a very common thing. She goes on to say, I fell into the trap of thinking I didn't need it. And over time, I became the quote, low desire spouse. Bless him. He's been rejected so much. I was in denial until our nine year wedding anniversary when we had a big talk. As he expressed his true deep feelings and I really listened to his heart, something clicked inside of me urgency, but I didn't know how to change. I thought about seeing a counselor and then I stumbled across you and one extraordinary marriage. Few things that instantly hit me. One, I signed up for this. Marriage is a part of sex. Two, it's my responsibility to enter into intimacy with my husband. Three, consistent intimacy will often take care of other marriage issues. And four, Jesus created it. He created us for it. And it pleases him so much when what he created is cherished and used for his glory. So that brings me on to my email subject, Jesus in the bedroom. And for those of you that haven't listened to this, it's episode 130. She goes on to say, I love that you said Jesus in the bedroom. Jesus being in the bedroom or living through us is just pure truth. It's not weird, perverted, or twisted. 
It's hard to wrap our human minds around the concept, but that's why we need to renew our minds to become like his. I'm passionate about the presence of Jesus and excited to keep listening to you guys to share with my husband and fully commit to the intimacy lifestyle. Yeah. She goes on to say he won't know what's hit him. God guided me to you when I really needed it. I found my answers because you both have been obedient to his calling and are giving something so rare and beautiful. Thank you. Mm, Awesome. That was good stuff. And I know that was a little bit longer, but uh, I just wanted to, I just wanted to share it with you guys because there was so much truth in there about all of those different areas where she's been. And I know that so many of you can relate to her. Mm. Yeah. that, that That's just awesome. And for those of you who are, you know, are listening to that and going, really, is that, is that true? I mean, like intimacy lifestyle and being, you know, connected with your spouse and things going by the wayside when you are having regular sex. Believe me, we talk to a lot of couples and when we hear that, especially when we, we give the sex talk and we're sharing about how to schedule it and, and enhance it and all that stuff. I'm telling you, it goes both ways for the low desire spouse and the high desire spouse. So again, whenever we talk about this stuff, especially when it comes to the sexual intimacy, it's not that he is always a high desire and she's always a low desire. It's not always the case. And for many of you, it's it truly isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the wife and you're the high desire and your spouse is a low desire. So when we bring this up, this goes both ways. Absolutely. Well, let's let's jump into this place of disconnection and mm-hmm. I can't do anything right. We've missed you guys. We were on vacation last week and mm-hmm. really you've heard us say once or twice or maybe, you know, this is episode 281. So maybe, I don't know, somewhere in the vicinity of 250 times, something like that, that a lot of where the material comes from for the show comes out of our lives or conversations we have. So I'm just going to give a little preface that um, this particular show was birthed on our vacation trip because um, our much anticipated week vacation to Mexico did not go as planned. So for all of you that have had horrendous vacation stories, buckle your seatbelts because <laughs> we got a doozy here. Um, yeah. It starts back with when we first started playing the trip back in like, I don't know, March, April. Tony was adamant. We were going to Cabo San Lucas. We went there for our honeymoon. And on our honeymoon, we stayed on the Pacific side. Well, in- And this is going back 18 and a half years now. Okay, so he's still holding on to this. Mm. In Cabo, on the Pacific side, you cannot swim in the ocean because the water is too rough. You just can't do it. So. There, there's a really steep... Um, Drop. Drop. And so if you get pulled into the water there, you can say hasta la vista. Yes. And so the only thing that Tony said when we were planning it is, Alisa, just make sure you get a hotel on the bay side. And I'm no, like, no, 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 no. hold on. No, we, we had looked. We, we, did, I mean, we were in we agreement did, of that. And we did book through Costco Travel. Just This is just... A, sh- a shout out to Costco Travel. Yeah. So we're not getting paid or anything by Costco to say this. But honestly, if you, if you guys are Costco members... Take advantage of Costco travel when you do your next trip because but, they were but awesome. That's, but that's farther into the story. Yes. Okay. So we're looking at hotels. I mean, we spent so much time back and forth hotels. There was this one group of hotels, three sister hotels. Right. And so I'm looking and there's interchangeable meal plans. I'm thinking, okay, this is great. So I go and I book the hotel and I'm getting my reminders, whatever, you know, congratulations, your trip is coming up. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, great. And so no joke, guys, two days. Before we're supposed to leave, Tony is looking at all the travel information and I hear this, hey, Elise, we are not staying on the bay. We're staying on the Pacific side. Like, what are you talking about? 
lo and behold, of the three sister hotels, two are on the Bay side and one is on the Pacific. Right. And this gal that you're listening to right now booked the only hotel on the Pacific side. And, and you, you guys may be going, well, why is it all Lisa's responsibility? It's not. And it, it wasn't all of her responsibility. The way this went down, and, and possibly for you guys too, you guys are probably talking about it. Hey, do this. This is where we want to go. We're discussing it. We're figuring it out. I remember distinctly on this day, I was playing basketball with Alex. So we had already discussed everything, and I was just outside playing basketball with Alex. She actually was in our office that overlooks our basketball court area. And she was like, hey, we're going to do this one, and da-da-da. Yep, yep, we're, we're all good. And so... This wasn't me just like, hey, Lisa, go figure it out. This was, we had discussed it. And, and sometimes you guys do this in your own marriages, right? One of you pulls the trigger. One of you is sitting by the computer. You're on the phone. Okay, you I got to tell, like I'm versed in here. I got to tell them what happened when you discovered we were on the Pacific. Like this is just my, one of my, well. Okay. So. To, I'm going to say, not one of my finer moments. Not one of, so Tony fine, looks at this and says, we're staying on the Pacific. And then within five minutes, the words out of his mouth were, I'm not going on this trip. I don't care what we spent for it. I'm not going. I don't care that we had to get past. Like, I'm not going to the Pacific side. And I'm just looking. I'm like, seriously, dude, we, we spent all this money. We got the kids passports. We've done all the, like, you're going to throw this big of a tantrum. I've got our daughter crying because she's just like, daddy says he's not going on vacation. My son is asking a million and one questions. I'm like shooing them out of the office. And I'm just looking at him like, I made a mistake, dude. There's nothing I can do now. Well, no, that's not true. I said, I will get up in the morning and I will call Costco travel and I'll call the hotel. Well, because it was so close to our actual travel time, nobody could change it. Right. So interestingly enough, though, in that last 48 hours before we were to leave, we heard from probably no less than five people that the resort that we were staying at is actually one of the best in Cabo. And so I just have to say, as my son told us as we were getting ready to leave, mom, I think this may have been one of the best mistakes you've ever made. And I was like, well, son, thank you very much. So that was how we launched into this trip. Right. Then we get there. And um, and, and I will have to say, by the, de- by the time we're leaving, I'm stoked. I'm ready. I'm excited because... I'm, because everybody else said it was a good resort. Right. Yes. Right. And, and because of the way we picked up the package through Costco... We could also utilize the other two hotels mm-hmm. that were on the bay side. And because we had it, it's all inclusive, we could go hang out over there, eat in those restaurants, do whatever we wanted over there, hang out in the water. So at the end of the day, I'm happy. We're cool. Until we get there. And then there was this little tropical storm called Dolores that was making her way up the Mexican coast. Namely, hanging out around Cabo for, ah, let's just say, five out of the five days that we were in Mexico. Yeah. Churning up the waves so that not only could you not go on the Pacific side, which we already knew, but all of the water sports that Tony thought he was going to do, like Abby got snorkeling gear so she could have her own snorkeling gear. No, you couldn't even get in the ocean on the bay side. Right. So no snorkeling now, no paddle boarding. No water sports. No water sports. Okay. So that's strike two. Yeah. On this trip. Here's the funny thing. I do, I do want to bring up Dolores here. It, here was the cool thing in that now that we're some days removed and seeing. And, and here's the other thing too. We're semi-unplugged, but people were just saying, oh, there's a, there's a storm coming through. And for some reason, for Elise and I, that never really clicked like, 
oh, there's a tropical storm coming through. We just figured, oh, it's a storm. It's going to, it's going to roll through and we'll be able to get into the water eventually. And so, you know, if we're checking our phones for weather reports, we're just looking at highs and lows. Like what's it going to be today? Is it going to rain? You know, because we, we, we sort of figured with this storm, I will have to say this. One of the coolest things we got to see through this though, was just the awesomeness of nature. From our hotel room, we saw roughly 10 feet plus of the beach just go away. Pounded away. Yeah. I mean, just pounded away by the waves. I mean, and these waves that we are watching were anywhere from probably the bigger ones, you know, in the big sets that were coming in eight to 12 feet high. If not bigger. Just massive. And so... In that regard, it was really now, you know, stepping back and realizing that once we, we touched down back here in San Diego, there was actually a tropical storm coming through because right. we got back home. And then the next two days, we experienced a deluge of rain that we haven't had here in. Well, San Diego set like records, like 100 year records. Yeah. But so, okay, so okay. so no water sports. Yeah. Um, the which, hotel, which gets me cranky. Which gets him cranky because he, he like, wanted to do something. Then our AC in our hotel. <laughs> not just, not that I just wanted to do something. Hold on. I wanted to take my daughter right, snorkeling. This was something they were really I, I really wanted to take her and I wanted to go paddle boarding. I, I, I really did. I wanted, for me, and I'll say this my expectation of going on this vacation was to be able to go in and enjoy the water. Like, enjoy the ocean. See, because we have a pool here at home. And yes, the resort had five pools. Beautiful. The, the sky pool, which is the one that, like at the very top, beautiful pools. The main pool is beautiful. They're all beautiful. But I can get in a pool anytime I want. Right. Oh, I'll walk out my back door after a ride and I'll just jump in my pool if I want to do that. So... My frustration and my expectation going on this trip is I want to go in the water. And for any of you who've gone on tropical vacations or gone somewhere where the water and being looking at it and going in it, that's probably something you want to do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to the Caribbean and then have to sit there and look at the water for five days and not get in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, Abby, well, we've mentioned Abby a couple of times in the show that, um, you know, she wanted to go snorkeling. Well, Abby also did not feel well. Yeah. The five days that we were there. So, you know, we've got not sure about the hotel going in. We've got tropical storm Dolores. We've got one of our two children who does not feel well the whole time. So she like is sleeping and she's, she's just uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and, and miserable. So that kind of puts a damper on everybody else's behavior. And then the fourth thing, you know, it wasn't even three strikes out. We actually had four because in our original room, the air conditioning did not work. And with Dolores, she kind of stirred up some humidity there and it was warm. You know, it was in the upper 80s, low 90s. With, and so... With massive humidity. With ma- I mean, trop- yeah, plus. easily. And so here's here's where the plug for Costco travel comes in. So we're like calling the hotel and they're like, no, you know, j- just wait a half an hour. Well, 24 hours later, we still hadn't gotten any resolution. So I shot off an email to Costco travel and just said, hey, you know, this is going on. We can't get any resolution. Immediately, like I'm getting phone calls from Costco travel and like all of a sudden we get upgraded to a much nicer room for our two nights. Um, Costco was all over it. And so thank you, Costco travel mm-hmm. um, for helping us out there. But that wasn't until the last two nights where we had working air conditioning and stuff. So we had all these things going on and just, you know, disconnect between Tony and I. Tony had some very big expectations for the trip, which were really out of my control. 
Like I couldn't control the fact that Abby wasn't feeling well. And I couldn't control the fact that Dolores came on vacation with us. Right. Um, and so, you know, he's doing that. The kids have their own expectations because typically when we go on vacation and what we've done for the last few years, it, you know, as long as they've been old enough to remember is we typically go somewhere and then they just sit and veg out. Right. So the kids want to veg out, which is what they're doing. Tony wants to go and be active. And the kids are like, uh, dad, this is vacation. What do you want to do? So Tony's irritated. I'm trying to keep the peace because I've got a sick child. I've got one that just wants to take advantage of the all inclusive, which by the way, if you have teenagers, um, teenage boys specifically that can eat a lot, all inclusive is a great way to go. Just going to put a little plug there. It's so nice not to have to worry about the meals. And so all of this is coming to a head until we get to the restaurant um, for our final night there. We had to make a late reservation because they didn't have anything earlier. And there was a, it was just the service that last night was not great. And so Tony, Tony looks over to me and says those words. Can't do anything right on this trip. Because in fact, I think if you were to grade me on this trip, you'd give me a D or an F. Mm -hmm. I wasn't having, it wasn't one of my finer moments, folks. You know, that's one of those things that Elisa and I have talked about a lot. You know, pause, pray, proceed. You know, those are three P's. I mean, those are three P's we should live by. Pause, pray, proceed. Tony jumped right to proceed there. Yeah. And and I'll say, you know, I, I fell. I mean, I just, I was at that moment and sometimes, you know, we have these, we do. Fortunately for us and for you guys, the key to your marriage and will always be the key to your marriage will be your emotional intimacy. Even when you falter, even when you fall down, even when you skin your knee, even when you say something as dumb as I said that evening, you know, you have your emotional intimacy to fall back on because you don't go out of control. You don't spin out of control from there. But if you have the opportunity, and I should have been doing this long before, and I just, again, it just, my expectations were so high and and that is what I was focusing on, that the pause, pray, proceed was very far from my life. And, and quite honestly, guys, I have to tell you that those two phrases, I can't do anything right. And I bet if you were to grade me, you'd give me a D or an F. I hear those all the time from my coaching clients. And it's been a long time since either one of us has said that to the other one. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, are you kidding me? One, I never even thought about grading your performance on this trip. And two, you know, like it's not that you can't do anything right. It's just this trip hasn't gone the way. And now, mind you, we are sitting in a restaurant. Our children are sitting across the table from us. And we do argue in front of our kids, but generally it doesn't happen so much in a public place. Right. So they're just kind of looking at us like, oh, geez. In fact, we've talked to them since and they're like, that was so awkward. I mean, yeah. and Alex, even today, he saw me working on some stuff and he's like, mom, why didn't you guys just do palms up there in the restaurant? And I'm like, oh, these kids are so smart. Right. Cause they've, they've learned the strategies. I mean, like we use the strategies with them and sometimes we forget that we've got to use those strategies. Like we've got to change our body language and we've got to change the words that we're saying to each other. Because when he said, I can't do anything right. It pushed every single button. Cause I was just like, are you kidding me? That's such a defeatist. Like what is that? Right. Where are you coming from? I, I never said that. I never even implied, you know? And so, so 
really what that boils down to is Tony had all this stuff spinning in his own head from unmet expectations, from disappointments. And because of that, and guys, this happens all the time. You take what's spinning in your own head and you project it out on your spouse. Well, you must be thinking this, right? Because you looked at me like sideways. Well, I was sitting next to him. Of course, I'm going to look at him sideways, right? And so, you know, we were in this awkward place. I mean, one of the kids, you know, asked us, so are you guys getting a divorce? Which I just, I looked at the child and I said, no, we are not getting, this is a disagreement. This is not like a divorce. And then they start joking. Well, I bet in 20 years, like your attorney's going to say it. There was something on the Cabo trip. And I'm like, get over it guys. You know, I don't know if this is too much TV or what it is, but no, we're not getting a divorce. This is a conversation. And it's a conversation because we have unmet expectations. We have a disconnect, right? Because we're not sleeping in our, you know, we're not sleeping well this week because the AC and everything else. And, and so dinner was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Dinner was a lot awkward. And even going back to the hotel room that night, I'm like, wow, okay. You know, like, and we kind of, we, we worked through a little bit that night. It wasn't great, but it was moving forward. It wasn't the silent treatment. It wasn't the, why don't you go sleep with one of the children and I'll take the couch or whatever it is. And so the next morning, Tony looks to me and he goes, Hey, you know, this is our last morning here. You want to go for a walk? And I knew in that moment that I had two choices, right? I could either say, um, heck no, you were kind of a jerk last night and I don't really want to go for a walk with you. Or I could take it for the value of what it was with him saying, I'd like to connect with you. And that's really what he was saying. You know, the, I want to go for a walk is let's reconnect. Let's figure this out. And that's what we did on that walk is we're watching the ocean and we're talking about the trip and we're talking through because he had calmed down and I had calmed down. We could talk about those unmet expectations. We could talk about the disappointments. We could talk about the understanding of what vacation looks like for our family Mm -hmm. and get to a place where it wasn't, you know, you're doing this or I'm doing that because you guys know it. I mean, you've been there too. We're not the only couple that, you know, quarrels or has disagreements at the dining table at a restaurant. I know we're not. We we look around. We can always tell. But it's what do you do in those moments? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that could have seriously just like, you know, done a number on our last 24 hours. It it can. And so this is where, you know, taking, again, using the three Ps, pause, pray, proceed. Using that to your advantage. Letting your spouse know, hey, I'm just, you can say, hey, I'm going to pause or I'm going to take a time out. You put yourself. You just say, hey, I'm going to just take a time out right now because I need to pray and then we can proceed. And, and so, yes, I, I know that can be a tough situation. We were in it, and we missed that opportunity. And so as I look back, I go, you know what? That needs to happen more in my life. So what am I going to do? So what am I going to do when those situations arise again? You know, for me, I just I need to take a deep breath need to take a deep breath. It's so easy for us as humans to go from zero to 60 to from zero to a hundred in seconds. You know, it's like, boom, I'm mad. And I think what we really need to be working towards so that we can grow ourselves and, and grow our marriage is that we need to just step back. And instead of trying, like I want, I was trying to pick a fight, you know, 
in that moment. And and you did. You were very effective. I mean, you you pulled it off. Yeah. I mean, I I, I wanted to pick a fight. For what? To get my point across? To say, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm discontent and I want to make you miserable too. And fortunately, again, I'm like I said in the beginning of the show here, fortunately for Elise and I, we have our emotional intimacy down. It's not going to last more than 24 hours. We're going to come back. We're going to forgive each other. We're going to extend grace to one another. We're going to pray over each other. You know? But if you don't have that yet, you need to get there. You need to be able to have your emotional intimacy at a place where these incidents can happen and it doesn't derail you for 36, 72 hours a week because that's not healthy because that starts happening. You know, you're not, it's no laughing matter. At least and I can chuckle at, at this stuff because again, short duration, we know it. We're not leaving each other. Divorce is off the table. It's been off the table and will never be on the table. But for those of you who haven't talked about that, that can be a scary time. Mm-hmm. You know? And so when we're talking about this, I mean, definitely look at getting your communication on the same path. Because that environment of, of safety, that environment, like I knew I could look at Tony and just be like, okay, we got a problem here, dude. Like something's going on. And it wasn't, again, I mean, I'm the queen of the silent treatment, guys. That's how I was raised, right? That that was always my default setting when I, like, I'd storm off and be like, I'm not talking to you until I just, I don't want to talk to you again, right? And and so that wasn't an option. It had to be, you know, this idea of, Tori and I both had to look at our own behavior. This, like, what happened over the course of the week? Because it's so easy for me to look at Tony and be like, well, if you would, you know, change your expectations or if you'd done that, well, I, I can't change Tony. 21 years later, folks, I can't change him. I, I can change me. And so I got to look at my behavior. What was my role in this? You know, what do I need to fix to reconnect with him? Right. And, and then I had to, you know, I had to take that, that peace offering. You know, when he wanted to reconnect, I had to take that and be like, you know what? I'm in. Right. And, and he had to offer it. Right. He had to decide I'm going to reengage with Elisa. And we had to, we still had to discuss the situation. I will tell you, our son is probably a future stand-up comic. And so since we got back, he is, per, you know, we were with family and he's been perfecting the routine. Like, I mean, we probably should have him on the podcast giving his version of the, of the events because it's hysterical. But what that has also allowed us to do is be in a place where we can laugh about the circumstances because we've worked through them because just like you know i opened the show talking about he zig she zags you know this episode was sponsored by he zig she zags these strategies that Tony and I are talking about you know pause pray and proceed and, and choosing when we were going to have our conversation and you know having the kids yell out palms up these are not things that we just stumbled upon guys these are things that we stubbed our toes on for years and years and years because i can promise you if this vacation had happened seven years ago Oh, oh different gosh. story. Uh, well, we'd probably, I'd still probably not be talking to Tony, you know, a week later. And that's just truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'd be holding a grudge. He'd be like, what the heck is her problem? You know, all this kind of stuff. Now it lasts, you know, we're, we're back functioning within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. You've got to check out he's zig, she's We've had sex twice since then. 
Yes, we have. And this happened, what, five days ago? Mm-hmm. Four days ago, right. give or take. Um, so and, there, and, there you go. And, and what the I'm sex s- brommer? <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying, though, is that that we were able to emotionally connect, right? And by doing that, we were able to sexually connect. Sure. In, uh, yeah, in, in, in sex okay. that was good. It wasn't just sort of like, a, okay, let's just sort of do this and, and move on. No, it was sex that was good. It was great. And sex. enjoyable by both of us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, that's enough. So, if that, that's, what did you say this in another episode? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is not the sex episode. This is the disconnect episode. And so, you know, bringing this full circle, if you've been listening to the show today and one, you're like, wow, we had that vacation too, but ours didn't end in the same way. You need to check out he's like she's eggs.com. Just, I'm just going to tell you, you got to check it out. We go into six different modules on how to get your communication on the same path, how to work through these things. So it doesn't take you weeks. It takes you a day or, you know, maybe a little bit longer once you, you know, are learning the skills, right? But you don't want to be a statistic. You don't want to be that 20% of couples who stay together you you want to you want to be part of that group that's still happy and feeling secure. You don't want to be part of the other thirty percent that's like, yeah, we're still together, but kind of stinks. You know, take action this week, guys. If you've been looking at and whether it's the vacation or you know the bills or you know the kids' activities or whatever it is that's driving a wedge in your communication that's causing you to feel disconnect, get a tool that's going to help you. Practical, actionable items. Don't wait, because honestly, your marriage can't afford for you not to take action. Yeah, so this week, you know, if you have some unmet expectations, they're just boiling you. I'm going to tell you one last time, pause, pray, proceed. That's it. Pause, pray, proceed. Go out there this week and do that and share it with us. Let us know how it impacts you and your spouse and your marriage. We love you guys. Have yourselves a fantastic week.